Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the podcast, we have our good friend, Jordan Ellis, and we are talking all about building community but we're not going to give it all away to, in today's episode because she's actually speaking at our upcoming summit, the Product Powerhouse Summit. And, you know, it's going to be incredible. We have over 25 speakers over three days, and you can sign up and join us completely for free. If you want to get your ticket, just head over right now to bossprojectsummit.com. Yeah, guys, Jordan's talk is airing on Thursday, April 11th at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. So you're going to want to definitely get your booty in there, especially after you hear today's talk, because I feel like I love that we're kind of getting to do a trailer for your talk. That That's what today's going to serve because, you know, I think when people toss around community, right? So Jordan's conversation is all about exact, actually creating community over competition in your niche. And what does that really mean? And I think today we're kind of kind of do a deeper dive into truly why that's so important to you and as a person and as a business owner and in our brand. So we're just going to have a little chit chat about community and, and the purpose it serves for us. So Jordan, I think you have a really interesting perspective, not only on community, but also like our business since you've been around since literally day, like day zero, day <laughs> yeah. negative five. And I love like every time we get to chat, just kind of remembering about the old days and like how things have shifted. But it's been really amazing seeing, you know, you take anything from our business or stuff that you've learned or just ways that you've grown over the years and truly grow such an incredible like ride or die kind of community in your own little niche. And so I want to just kind of talk about that that journey for you and what that's looked like. Yeah, cool. I mean, I think one of the most important things that you both taught me right away and the thing that made my business switch from a hobby to a real business was actually connecting with people, like actually connecting with customers and actually connecting with peers. 
because I didn't go to school for business. So I didn't know how to do any of this. So connecting with like you and other people who could mentor and teach me was that side. And then connecting with customers, which is like the recurring mailing list, having repeat customers, actually getting to know people and then ask what they want and then follow that path. Like without those two things, I think I would still be doing like a couple sales a week Etsy shop because that's what it was without that. Well, I like remember specifically, like I can almost pinpoint the exact module that I feel like really opened up a lot of stuff for you. So like our programs have changed over the years. And what's really cool is that you guys are going to be hearing even more about this in the coming weeks and months. Like I can't say anything else, but I'm super, super excited after the summit. Like this is even more like so much incredible things are coming. But so like something very specifically that like unlock some stuff for you was truly, and this isn't just from us. Like I know that other business owners are talking about it, but like Jordan just happened to enroll in our program years ago, but we really, really honed in and made important in our business, the, like the follow through of when customers buy and, and our, for our listeners, I want you to know that like as a service-based business, we, we came from a service-based industry teaching these strategies. But Jordan, as a physical product-based business, was like, oh, wait, here's how I can use that same thing in my business to create that same like in-person as much as you can, feel good, like human-to-human connection. And so like untapping some of that very early on in your business, I feel like was able to open up some of the doors. So like, can you talk to me a little bit about what, what that was even years ago when you started implementing that? Yeah. So when I first, like every customer and every sale at first was like a surprise. And then I never knew what would happen after that. And we never talked again. And like, maybe they came back or maybe they didn't. (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't even have a way at that time to like, track repeat customers. So unless I just remembered their name, it was just like random sale, random sale. And then I think one of the first things that you helped me figure out to do was like doing a thank you code if you posted a photo with the product afterwards. So I started sending out little cards that said like, thanks for buying this. If you post a photo and tag it, we'll send you a free gift, which is a discount for a future sale. But then that started the connection of the product leaves our studio and then we get to see the person who buys it and see where it goes and see what they say about it and if they like it or if they like some of it and have feedback. So that was one of the first like actually let's keep chatting afterwards. And then I started seeing the same faces like people who bought multiple things, posted multiple photos and like now at this point they're like brand ambassadors and and we sometimes work together but yeah. even just they're starting like you're raving fans just <laughs> yeah. like I feel like you are for us I'm from like way back in the day totally i'm like you know we've met in person at conventions and we've like stayed at each other's houses and oh my God. All kinds of things like that <laughs> well i think what you've done it's just so interesting because i think it's a a less traditional approach a lot of the people attending this summit, I would just assume are wanting to really ramp up online sales. And you do a lot of in-person events. Now, um, you don't have a retail space. You you know don't have a storefront or whatever, but you are in front of your buyers a lot. So talk to me a little bit about how having that in-person connection has changed your relationship with your customers? 
I'm a huge extrovert. So that's actually like my favorite thing in the world. It makes me so happy to connect like a social media username to a real person when I see them, which is great. And I think it's a lot of things like sometimes in-person feedback is different than online feedback. Like you can see their face. You can see if you're selling products, like which colors people go to and which if they comment on like the fabric or how soft something is. So all of those little things. But I think it's also being a real person and your customers are real people. So as far as the business goes, it's not like my customers are just numbers. And it's like, okay, let's throw ads at this or let's throw this strategy here. It's you can start actually picturing the people who are on the other side of it. And then sometimes that makes our decisions different. Like sometimes we'll put money into a strategy that is something we think is more fun for the customers. Like we'll give discounts or we'll give free products instead of doing ads just because like I like getting free things more than I like getting advertised to. So some of the stuff like that too, just framing our customers as people because we've met them in real life is helpful too. Well, like I think so much of online marketing and we we've said this and I still believe this to be true, but like teaching people as the business owner to show up as a human, right? Like show behind the scenes on your Instagram and come on stories. So let you can let your customers know that you're a human and they're buying from a real person. And that has great effects, but like you took it a step further and it's like, okay, yeah, not only am I showing up for you as a human, but I want to see you as a human also and get to know you. And I don't even know if there's a way to put this into words, but I want to kind of hear your thoughts on this. How does that truly change you as like a business person when you untap into that level of relationships? I think it helps you, first of all. I mean, I know like the idea of being a corporate versus being a small business, it kind of takes that away. Like you are, you're serving humans, not just like trying to get numbers, which is nice. And I think it also keeps you, it can keep you in check with like why you started your business. So sometimes it's really easy to make like the cheaper decision or the easier decision or the like kind of gross, but no one else will really know decision. So when you think about like the people that you would be disappointing if you do something like that, I think that is like huge too. And even things like we're an online website, so we have a lot of photos as how we show products. And like, I want our photos to match the real people buying them. So even just making sure like when we're at a trade show in a booth that our booth functions for the people who are actually shopping and the the way we, the way that we show our products online matches the people who actually are taking them home. That's really important to us. I think that's a great point in that, you know, it's really tempting to when we're selling anything to just use the easiest method. Like it would be easier for you to have a white background on your photos and you use a stock image of a t-shirt and you just impose what your sayings are. Yeah. Like you can crank out those images for your stuff like easy. Exactly. But I love that you go a step ahead and you're like, not only do I want to have photos of real people, but I want photos of the actual people that would wear my stuff. And then you're in some of those sessions. Like, I think that's so cool. 
It's cool too. It goes, I mean, this is something you would only know if you're in our small niche, but like my niche is uh, like pop culture and nerd culture. And so in our last photo shoot, we had like someone who's in a nerdy play, someone who works for sci-fi, someone who runs a nerdy fitness company. So like the people in the photos are also in our niche, which is cool. So people start recognizing faces. And then that's a community building aspect too, where my friends who are doing cool things, when people start recognizing them from my photos, it's like, okay, all of your businesses are connected. Or like, I see you pop up on Jordan's website all the time. What do you do? And then we can like talk about their businesses too, which is really, really cool for us. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. 
After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. What's also interesting, and I don't I don't know if this was on your dream to-do list from day one or if it kind of morphed just into how your community has shifted, but the magazine, like, and I'm sure you're going to talk about more of the strategy behind this in your presentation, but like, what the fuck, like where, yeah. like, talk to me about how, where did that idea come from and what purpose does it truly serve? It was not on my to-do list at all. <laughs> it was like, not even... Never. I mean, I don't even like writing and I barely (laughs) like reading. So it's like not, it's not the kind of thing that even makes sense for me to do. But through running like the clothing company, I made so many cool connections that I felt like were kind of going to waste. Like I, I wanted to do something. I wanted to showcase what they were doing. I wanted to work with writers we met. I wanted to work with illustrators. I wanted to work with designers And the scope of things I could do with the clothing company was like not filling all of those gaps for me. And so it was, it was really, we wanted to do something with that. Like I was like, I have 300 connections of super cool people and I want them to all know each other and I want them to all get showcased. What do I do with that? And so we started a magazine, which was insane. Obviously. (laughs) And it is so cool. Well, I agree. It is awesome. But I think the part that a lot of people might like just attempt to jump on your train too quickly is that you didn't do this right away. And like you sought to build community in many other ways before you basically added in all instance, a nonprofit, very, you know, time intensive part of your business. Like it's a passion project, in my opinion. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) You didn't do that out of the gate when you were having five random sales on Etsy. You waited to do that until you were seeing consistent sales and like selling out of products at conventions and had a recognizable brand in your niche. And I'm not saying wait forever to do some of those next level things, but I also think there's those step zeros and step ones that you made sure you implemented first. Yeah, we definitely had to prove ourselves. First of all, prove ourselves as a part of the community and not just like a poser coming in and trying to like, which is so very strong in your community. So like, yeah, to have to build. Yeah. So I mean, we tried to like, make everything fair. But we asked for a lot of favors to get the magazine to go like it is like you said, it's a passion project that is not making us money. And we are not we do not have the resources to do it. Like, without everyone being on board and sort of giving a lot. So if we had asked for all of those things, having barely known anyone, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked at all. Yeah. I love, like I was sitting, I had a business trip recently. We were just talking with a lot of other business owners and someone who is still very at the, you know, beginning stages and making a few 500 bucks here and there you know, all of a sudden was like, and then I want to, I'm really looking into starting this like nonprofit realm. And I'm like, why? Like, I love that. Have the passion a hundred percent, but like, I want you to get paid first and I want you to like build reputation and community and a business first. And so I think like oftentimes people feel like 
you know, you get into business to do these really, really feel good things and they, they fill you up in other ways. But I'm, I love that you started to integrate, okay, but how can I feel good and fill myself up while also being profitable first? And then like, it, then having the opportunity to explore passion projects. I think what people forget or maybe don't realize until you actually start to implement it, like you were saying, I like giving stuff away and I like having this like high touch, you know, after people buy, that fills you up in a way that can serve a great and profitable purpose for a long time. Yeah, it can bankrupt you for sure. Like if we tried to do this when we were making less than it cost to like print, (laughs) it would have been terrible. And I think that is really good advice that I have forgotten a lot over the past. And it has always been a mistake on my part where if you do want to give back, you just have to make sure you can, you keep having the resources to do it. Like I definitely fall into the trap of giving everything away. But when it's physical products, if you aren't making money, like you literally run out of money to give things away. So I think that's a really, really good point. Like you have to take care of yourself or else you won't be and able you won't to be give able back. To serve other people. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, and I feel for you in a lot of ways because, you know, you're living in New York and like <laughs> the just the amount you have to make to even just get by where you live is dramatically different. Like Emily and I got to a point where we were comfortable relatively quickly. And like, then we had to push ourselves to keep going. And I think sometimes when you're in those situations where you're living on the coast or you're kind of, I mean, maybe you have a million kids or whatever, like you, you have these situations where you're like, I don't have a choice. Like I have to keep grinding at this or I have to go get a real job. I hate saying that, but you know what I mean? So talk to me a little bit about how you stayed motivated through those early days. I think truly the community is the reason that I keep doing this like on hard days because at the end of the day, I sell shirts. Like at the end of the day, selling shirts is not my passion. (laughs) Like I, I'm not like, dying to be a screen printer. I don't love that. But I think about like what joy the things that not only my products, but like the whole community around my business brings to other people. And I obviously I want to take care of myself. And if I ever like it's literally too much, I won't. But that's important to me. And I don't want to let those people down. So if I'm just having like a bad day, like get through this because all of that is so worth it. And I think really that is the motivating factor. Like every business decision that's hard, it's like I want to still be able to give like one of my favorite stories that made me realize like I'm not just selling clothing. A friend was saying that my shirts are like when you do when you have laundry day and like every single piece of your clothing is like fresh and ready, like my shirt is the one she picks first. I was like, okay, that's why I do this. Not just so you have something to wear. So you have like your favorite thing to wear that makes you feel good or, you know, it's soft or it's like your favorite thing to cuddle up at home. And that's, that's why, (laughs) that's why we're still doing this. Well, and I think it's important to, you know, remind anyone who's listening, truly, I feel like, you know, all of us get to that point of, you know, am I done? Am I tired? Am I exhausted? Am I burnout? Is this even what I want to do anymore? 
and integrating not only community because there's the aspect of, because we've done both. There's the, there's the aspect of having community and then like you have to take breaks from them and you're not really that involved and you don't know what's going on because we've definitely gone through those seasons. And then there's aspects of community where you're like, oh my God, I feel like I could name you like a hundred people right now and like tell you everything about their business. And we've had seasons of that. Like there are still ways to have that even as your business grows. And so I think I have forgotten because we've recently gotten back to truly like knowing a very specific part of our audience because of a project that we're working on. And that the feeling that that gives me when I'm like, I know so much about you and I know exactly how to help you and I know what you need and I know why you're here. Like it's that same feeling we had, you know, week one of business when you had three customers or whatever. And so I, I don't really have a point to this other than like, if you're feeling that kind of overwhelmed or frazzled or whatever, like find some way to get back into like the grind with your people. If you're picking up the phone or if you're sending personal emails or if you're sending extra in their goodie box, whatever that may be, because I think that that refuels us more than we think until it's actually happening. And then we're like, oh, why haven't I been doing this the whole time? (laughs) Yeah. Especially if you're extroverted, like that human connection. I mean, even if you're introverted too, but that really can fuel you. Yeah. Like as introverts, but who fuel on like, I want to actually know I'm making a difference and I don't know I'm making a difference until I know how you started. And like, if you come to me as, as this phase and I can see that I get you to this phase in 90 days or nine years, it doesn't matter. But like, then I have a frame of reference. And so that fuels me in my sense of like, the overachiever, I'm like checking boxes for you, even in my head. And so whatever way feels good for you and the type of business that you're running, there are countless ways. And I'm sure some ideas are going to be covered in your presentation <laughs> for you guys to integrate real community, not fluff community, but like real community that actually serves you and serves your customers. I'm excited for it. Just as a <laughs> reminder, if you want to hear Jordan speak and you want to hear more about her topic, you're going to want to go to bossprojectsummit.com and grab your free ticket. And then I highly, highly recommend you upgrade to VIP because we're giving away so much good stuff along the way. And you're also going to get all the recordings for life. And that, if you're busy or if you're like, I can, I can watch three, but only process so much. But I need, (laughs) I want to watch all of them. Grabbing your VIP pass is really just, it just makes so much sense. So highly recommend that. Well, Jordan, before we go, like, I'd love to hear from you, really. Why do people need to show up? What, what, give us some secrets. Like, what are some of the things that they're going to miss out on if they miss your session? I mean, it can be really overwhelming and I understand that. So I think that learning how to take the first steps into finding where to focus your efforts is really important. And I've learned a lot of trial and error ways to do that. And a lot of, especially if it, if you're a little bit nervous, a lot of ways to take the first step into either meeting like a business friend or actually getting to know your customers or starting a collab because all of those things it's not rocket science but it also is it is hard and it is a strategy and you do have to think about it and it does take time so all of those things are like not as fun to learn from (laughs) trial and error (laughs) yeah well and you're putting yourself out there and so like how about you learn it in a way that's worked for someone else (laughs) so maybe it can work for you on the first time yeah and i'm not like 
daredevil. Like I don't love being in awkward situations. So I'm giving no tips that are like, and then like sweat to death while you do this super scary thing. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. You guys make sure you tune into Jordan's session. Jordan, why don't you tell everyone where they can also hang out with you online and check out your magazine and your shop and all the things. Yeah, the clothing company is at Jordan Danae NYC. And then if you're into nerdy things, we have like a geeky lifestyle magazine and podcast and hang out at Sartorial Geek. Thank you so much for coming on. We can't wait to hear your presentation. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.